1: Living History Production. I'm Peter Hart, and for the last 40 years, I've interviewed thousands of veterans. I'll give it a rest. You're under new management. It's Pete and Gary's Military History Podcast now. Hi, and welcome to Pete and Gary's Military History Behind the Scenes special. What are we going to be talking about today, Pete? Well, we're going to talk
0: about uh, uh, how we actually do the podcast, uh, the, the background. It's the story behind the scene, so that you can you can get an idea of how we do this wondrous thing that is before
1: you. Well, yeah, that, uh, we we have had a number of uh, comments from people, but I don't remember people asking us how. Quite a lot of them asked us why. <laughs> oh dear Should shall we start at the beginning uh how, how do we pick a topic well actually we spend quite a lot of time talking about this and and, and actually we plan out the uh, the podcasts months and months in advance we have a, a sort of rolling list that goes out practically a year um and uh we we put things on that we have an interest in pete um now that's important isn't it the the, the subjects that we pick why don't we pick things that we're interested in
0: because we wouldn't be able to do it otherwise, because we'd get bored. Uh, and the other thing is, it's, the things we're interested in are the things we know about. It, the two things go together, don't they? That, 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 that's, that's how it works. And if we are enthused by a topic, hopefully that'll come across in, in the podcast. And that's
1: why sometimes we can't respond to requests, isn't it? Because some of the, some of the more specialist requests, Peter, which we keep secretly. <laughs> and...
0: Well, some of, some of those requests are just physically impossible. I don't know why these people I mean, they have different lives from us very very different lives but uh, there are things that we're not good at uh and 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 and, and, and or just not interested in and and those uh, there are many many things we're not good at Podcasts <laughs> podcast would be one of those things we're not very good at uh and and it's difficult for us to respond there. But but we have had some great suggestions as well that have taken us. Yeah, we have followed up uh, one or two, t- haven't we? I
1: think wasn't Island was a suggestion, I think.
0: That was for yes, that was one that was from Warren, I think. Uh and uh, that one of the ones that has proved a real enduring interest for us and 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 to such an extent that i now have 10 15 books on 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 the zulu wars and and i find it absolutely fascinating and and
1: but, but we were beginners
0: the podcast was from
1: beginners yeah. and and when we do select top, topics like that as with waterloo for example we do oh, have yeah, to put great. in a lot of work i mean waterloo i think you bought about 50 books in the end didn't you
0: yeah, and uh, well, they're, they're, but we'll be using some of them again. Uh, uh, but, I bought, Yeah, the no. Waterloo. What was that one? What that was, was that your was the first
1: book? And uh, John Snow book, wasn't it? The, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't remember the name of it now. Uh, but it was a very simple no, book. I bet, it, I, I bet it had the word Waterloo in it. It did. That's how I knew it was the right subject. I did buy several abba songs first, though.
0: And, uh, and uh, yeah, I I mean I always believe that when you're doing a subject for the first time, you start off with the Janet and John book of, or the or the Noddy and Big Ears go to. I'm not saying that's what the Dan Snow book. Uh, uh, but, but you do, you start off simple, don't you? And then you gradually, cause you have, otherwise you, you don't know what's happening, do you? You've got to start off simple. And, and for us, Waterloo and the Peninsula War, they've, they've come to be linked in our heads. Uh, they've, they've been really exciting for us, really important to us, haven't they? And, and we hope to do a lot more on them. But it, it's, I hope it's going to be, evident how much we find it exciting just it's just almost thrilling and the characters you love some of the characters you've been reading about haven't you uh Blucher, picton
1: yeah i mean i like the fact that there are some real angry miserable bastards that uh, seem to keep remind- popping up who they re- they remind you of matt don't they, they remind me of someone yeah yeah uh, <laughs> but then you know we've also done a, a serial we did the south knots for Zars. it was our very first podcast south knots for Zars, pete
0: now, what is it we liked about that? Because I, I think the, uh, the the people listening have liked that as well. But what what is it you like about doing it? Well, I,
1: I did worry. and I think I said to you at the start. I, I thought it might be a bit niche, and uh, uh, but actually, what you do is is you start to identify with individuals because you know you keep hearing their stories in their words. You know the quotes are quite powerful. Um, you you start to associate with and pick favorites for want of a better word you don't really have favorites but you you know you do look forward to the next episode as it were to find out what's happening with harper for example um harold harold, harold harper, harper. Yeah. Ray, ellis. Yeah, ray ellis ray ellis what's he ellis. up to who's who's been promoted and who you know who perhaps hasn't all that sort of stuff and so much so that uh we've we just kicked off a new one haven't we
0: yeah, that's the second Royal Norfolk Regiment infantry. Big change. The the South Dutch were artillery. Uh, th- this is an infantry regiment. But when we d- we just recorded the first one of that series, and that was about training and mobilisation. And what did you you found that particularly interesting. Tell them why. Well,
1: because I, I was able to associate uh, a lot of what was being said with the, my basic training, which was late nineteen seventies when I was in the junior leaders um, at. Uh, uh, Desingin Barracks in. Uh, and it Rica. hadn't changed much, had it? I mean, the weapons had changed. But yeah, but it, even it, so, the, 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 but- you know, it, it, it was all. You know, the reasons for doing drill, for example, were exactly the same. Uh, how you learnt drill was exactly the same. Um, uh, it, you know, some of the personalities, the officers and the soldiers' relationships and the sergeants and the soldiers' relationships, they were the same. So. Yeah, it's very interesting. I think we're also doing uh, one on the uh, 54 files later in the year. The
0: 544 files, the second 544 files. There's a the first 54 files, but as you rightly said, bugger them. It's the second that uh, you've always liked things that come second in life, don't you? Yeah, well, that's
1: because I often do, or last, in fact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, the, yeah, uh, the, the so the the second Royal Norfolk race be running through the year this year and then towards the back end of the year we'll have the 54 fires come on stream but there's also another one and that's a great war one and and you were particularly keen on this uh it, not just it's the battle of the somme but not tell us what what you're well we're it, not
1: concentrating on the first of july it will feature of course it will but actually what we're going to do is is we're going to do a number of podcasts between july and well probably between june and november um which uh, uh, on the anniversaries, as far as as, as we can, uh, obviously a few days either side in real time, uh, and we're going to tell the whole story. We hope of the uh, uh, the battle, and not just the first day, um, because you know we we think that's far more interesting. To be honest.
0: Yeah, it is, it is. And uh, uh, so so. what else is to come? Well, all, all that sort of stuff. Uh, we've got a continuing series on air air war in the First World War and ACES. We'll be looking at, we're trying to expand our interest. Uh, the Peninsula War is definitely, we're going to have a, a series running through the Peninsula War. And that, this is what's to come. Uh, now, one thing people often ask is uh, they say to you, how do you prepare for these podcasts? And I always say, well, firstly, I need a cup of coffee.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, It's <laughs> quite a lot of work. Also, it's, imp- it's important to put your microphone on. Very important. as as you well know, you being the consummate professional with over 40 years as the oral historian. 40 years of experience. Yeah. And How uh, many times and, uh, do you forget I to
0: do that? Uh, well, so far in our podcast, I think it's free.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also, you know, it is... there's the preparation. It, it, it... So how do we prepare? Take us through the process, well, if, Gary. If it's a subject that you're well versed in. Uh, so, for example, if you're doing Gallipoli or, um, you know, the air war or something like that. Um, you put about a couple of hours in putting together notes. It's not a script. We don't follow a script. It's It's probably bullet points, which we expand upon. Uh, and you then send that over to me, and originally I would spend about a minute having a look at it. Um, but that's that's now expanded, and I do about the same. I do about two hours of research, and I try to look at a different angle to that which uh, to that which you've you've highlighted. So, for example, when we were doing the Hague series, um, I was really interested in the fact that Smith Dorian tried to sell Hague his furniture. And, uh, so, uh,
0: you were obsessed. I was with obsessed that. with it,
1: but it, but I did find it really funny. that At the end of the posting, the the general was trying to flog his furniture to anybody who'd have it.
0: So, would it be fair to say you're looking for left field angles? Yeah, definitely? I
1: think that is fair. Um, so, again, in the Hague series, I really wanted us to not just concentrate on Hague as a commander. You know, so we we have looked at his career from. You know, very early age through his education, through the Sudan, the Boer War, uh, in reconstructing the British Army ahead of 1914, and then we've moved into the Great War. Um, because I, I think it's important that you look at the man based on his whole career and not just through the prism of the Great War, um, because then you, you know, if you get a rather jaundiced view, actually.
0: And, and, and again, this is the idea of you get interested in things. It was while we were doing our podcast on Hague and the Sudan, you remember, that I went off on a flyer with that and absolutely became obsessed with the Sudan. I put in to write a book about it. I bought a couple of shelves worth of books. It's cost a fortune. Uh, and I'm loving reading about another world, something different from... What I've normally done in the Great War, like the Zulu Wars, like the Peninsula Wars. It's it's getting away from the ghetto of Great War studies. I just um, realised
1: all those books on the shelf say Sudan. I I always thought you was obsessed with somebody called Susan.
0: <laughs> that's a, a very possible thing. But that's my dodgy no, no Susan's. Now one no, thing we were worried yes.
1: about, Pete, wasn't it? We we started these podcasts ahead of the pandemic um and of course we would do it in the same room we would be able to talk things through we could pause if you know we needed to then along comes the pandemic and we've been forced to do this through zoom frankly
0: uh, and re- make separate recordings, which then Matt and his team of editors, uh, I believe he employs about 400 people on this, um, stitch them together in some sort of way. That's why it really is a bit of a problem if I
1: forget to put my microphone on, for instance. Given some of the uh, things you've said about Matt, <laughs> he cannot listen to it. I'm not sure there's any editing no. goes on, otherwise they'd cut most of the things we say about him out. <laughs>
0: Well, you often say he's gorgeous. Well,
1: yeah. Well, truth hurts, Pete. <laughs>
0: and and we've got over that. And and, and now we we're, we're pretty comfortable doing things on Zoom. I mean, we have the, your I have your lovely face in front of me. I can see the exp- I can see the expressions on your face. Yeah. Loathing. you t- You've taken to dressing hatred. up,
1: haven't you? You you was a Japanese admiral for Jutland, and uh, you dressed up as Blucher for Waterloo. And I've Point Bank. Refuse to record the Marta Hari podcast with you.
0: Yeah, well, I was very disappointed. I'd spent a lot of money on those frills. I'd have looked lovely. But there you go. That's a, but. So, so Zoom. Will we go back to doing it in the same room? Yeah, I think we I, will I think we'll, but, probably.
1: But if we have to do it via Zoom for any reason, it's not going to phase us. And, I mean, lots of people are doing it. Um, you know, some of, some of our friends and colleagues, such as Paul Reid, for example, they're obviously doing it via Zoom and Adam Bloom in Australia.
0: I yeah, uh, uh, Matt, Matt and, uh, and Peter. Matt and Fifth, Pete and yeah. uh, So lots of people are doing uh, it. Yeah. Uh, um, battlefield walks and, of course, history hack uh, with our good friend Alex, Alex Churchill. i just forgotten the name. A
1: good it's friend 50. whose name you couldn't remember.
0: That's it. Good friend whose name we couldn't uh, Female person, uh, I believe. Um, and um, and uh, they've been brilliant. Uh, the, 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 there's been lots of people doing these things. Uh, and we're just part of that. But we didn't start... It was Matt's concept before, before the pandemic, wasn't it, to, to do this. Now, um, one of the things that's most important to us is, is, is quotes. We've, we've talked about this briefly. Uh, and one of the constant sources of criticism from our audience is why do we do them in stupid accents?
1: Yeah. Uh, why, do we do, why do we do them in stupid well, accents? Well, as, as a treat for the listeners today, I think we should let them hear our real voices. So here you go. This is, this is my real voice. Hello. Oh, there. And this is my real voice. So that's why we do the, the the voices. Now it did start because you had a bit of a fixation with blood knot.
0: I've been listening to the goons during the pandemic. And so uh,
1: any officer above the rank of major, I think, you decided was going to sound like blood knot. <laughs> I tell you, there's a curse on that, so heart. Uh, then I had a go at it, and uh, I couldn't even understand myself, to be honest, um, so I don't know what the listeners made of it. Um, and you developed a generic officer's voice for yourself, Yeah, I did, you? It, uh, and, and also a generic sort of accent for uh, Northampton, uh, for Norfolk, for Yorkshire, it's all the same accent, frankly, even the <laughs> Scottish is one pretty. is pretty much the same.
0: But we're not sure whether we should do accents or not. We've been thinking about it recently. We've had a lot of criticism, it's fair to say. A lot of people say we're but a pair we of enjoy absolute it. dickheads. Uh, and that's the we point. Enjoy, well, well, it's also the the look of horror on your face when I started with my Norfolk accent. Norwich. That. No, it's, a pirate. <laughs> Which, see, it's a pirate. It's yeah. a pirate, It's a pirate. It's a pirate. I don't know.
1: Why do we do well, it? I don't, know. That, I don't... You know. We've developed this habit of trying to catch each other out in different ways. So you'll ask me things, uh, which you've you've given no indication in the notes that it's going to come up. Um, but we both think that we react better when we have to think on our feet, don't we? I I I I, I, I I'm
0: I'm not um, I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, uh, um. Oh no, you put me on the spot there. Yeah. No. I, I, um, yeah all right. Uh, i i like it uh and and even when we do when i've done uh interviews on tv i always say i, I want to know what you're going to ask me about but you can ask me some surprise questions because you'll often get the the best answers then because you're thinking really in real time on your feet uh, and it's uh, it makes it more exciting and more fun like how many rounds um, in a
1: lewis gun drum
0: that is always a problem that's always me. a problem it's 41 or four, it's 41 or 43 or 39 are now i'm now worrying about I don't bloody know Gary and I never will. Um but um it's also different I mean occasionally there's jokes you've prepared for for us um uh particularly bad accents that you've carefully rehearsed at home and then unveil on me and I'm trying to keep a straight face. Uh
1: but 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 it's all part of the fun of it in in, in my view. Um Yeah, you'd like to be asked things that you don't know as well. Um you particularly said to me Pick obscure things that you know I'm not gonna know about or I've particularly told you not to mention.
0: Yes, that's one of your things. Uh, even though you know that if I don't know, I just say I don't know. Well it's
1: like nineteen seventies songs. That that's uh, featured a bit lately, Pete, isn't it? If uh, if I make any reference no, don't, at all. Don't
0: don't mention that song. Don't it mention that me <laughs> You mean moldy old yeah. dope? Daddy Bum 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 dee bum dee bum dee bum dee bum dee bum 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 dee bum dee bum dee bum 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 dee bum oldy oldo, yeah, but it's it's all good fun. Uh, now, um, what
1: what? How long are our episodes? Uh, how long do we aim for? Well, we you? aim for an hour. But we have exceeded that, sometimes quite considerably. Um, if you take the Waterloo episodes, for example, we decided that that would have to be multiple episodes. There was no way that we would get all of that into an hour uh, and do it the justice... Well, you'd lose
0: you'd lose all the detail. You'd, 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 you might as well just have read your Janet and John book out. Yeah, I mean, to be uh, fair, probably.
1: whilst we do have fun, and we do have fun, there is actually a lot of history in the podcasts. We make sure that... Uh, you know it's not just us messing about that there is actually some information in and on occasion people have actually given us feedback saying they didn't know certain things which is always gratifying if you you know if you if you piqued an interest or somebody's gone off and looked at something in a bit more detail because we've said uh, about it
0: well certainly i've I've felt that the hague podcasts have have done
1: good well there's a lot of debate and, and some of it's negative of course it is um uh at least people are talking about it, and it's not just, you know, a, a view that's formed on no information. If you listen to our podcasts, then you're getting the historical information.
0: Sometimes I do get a little impatient with people. You put the podcast up, and twelve seconds later, somebody puts up saying it's all bollocks. Hague was a butcher and bungler. And you think you haven't listened? Yeah, but I quite it. But, <laughs> but if people have listened, but if people have listened then they've got the right to their own opinion of we uh, of course of course we accept that but do listen uh we uh yeah we aim
1: for an hour don't we try and keep we it around um, an hour. and uh, we do struggle from time to time and, and Matt has on occasion you know rang us up and said oh you know come on boys you're you're getting towards an hour and a half now and um We've said yes, Matt, and then when we finished the call, we said, oh, what a bloody old he know banging on about
0: yeah well whats he know just because he's an international sex god what's that got to do with it
1: anyway that because we never moan do we about anything
0: well that is one of the thing we never moan ever ever never
1: ever moan no. and and I am never my nickname in the uh Podcast world is is Happy Gary.
0: Oh no, I thought it's
1: Bastard Gary. Yeah, that's outside of the podcast world. That's everybody else.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I got I get confused.
1: So what what's the
0: future? How long are we going to keep doing it? I don't know. How, what do you think?
1: Well, we're committed to another year, haven't we? Um, so yeah, uh, we hopefully people will continue to uh, download and share. That's really important that uh, people share it with their friends, and uh, uh, we found that. Uh, Twitter is is quite a good avenue for us to get to get the podcasts out there and and people access. They're on all the good platforms, uh, you know. They're on Spotify. They're they're on Apple, um, so people can find them, uh, and, and we hope they like them. The feedback we get is generally that people do.
0: And and the other thing, except our favourite feedback favorite is feedback. those who don't. <laughs> what was our all time favourite? pair of bitter twisted wankers now that's going on our business cards <laughs> and and uh, we that was just wonderful but we've made real friends through this uh, a couple have been on tours with us yeah. to, to Gallipoli. you mentioned uh,
1: warren uh, he's he's a warren, uh, lovely warren smith he's very good support alan kirk is very good support uh, somebody i used to work with at tfl um
0: and of course G- people
1: like jim, jim grandley have been fantastic jim but puts, puts himself lot, out lot to help us
0: but there's been a lot of really good... We can't, uh, and if you've not been named... Well, um,
1: there's the obvious ones. We mention Chris Carlin quite regularly in the podcast, usually in a, uh, a derogatory fashion. Derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Hillyard, when we were out in uh, Gallipoli, was, was really good and supportive and, and did a bit of an interview with us. So th- there are lots of people, far too many to mention, but I think our, our biggest supporter <laughs> is uh, James Thompson, who uh, we work very closely with. And yeah. uh, and uh, has
0: listened. His proud boast. He's, what is his proud boast? Well, love,
1: I think we're on uh, number sixty-three um, that we've recorded. And how many has he listened he's to? He's listened to. Hang on, uh, carry one. Uh, I'm sorry, just getting my calculator. Yeah. None. <laughs> and he's our business partner, isn't he? <laughs>
0: he's our business partner. I'd like to say thank you to James for all the uh, support you've given us. Uh, but but uh, I hope you enjoy it. Let us know what you think when you've heard this, if you could be bothered. Uh, 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 let
1: us know, because feedback is always good, especially when it's bad, due to what I said to you. <laughs> uh, but also, you know, just because we don't want to put people off making suggestions, do we, Pete? Um, we will always consider a suggestion, but sometimes we're just not able to do it, and we will always respond to somebody's suggestion, except the ones that are anatomically not possible. And on that sour note... <laughs> Cheers, <laughs>
0: mate. Cheers, bye, mate.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook to learn more about each episode. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you have a couple of options. You can buy us a coffee at slash.